Hi friends, welcome to Diggin' for Bones, episode 6. On this episode, I'm interviewing Tono the Rapper, who is just an amazing musician, and I highly recommend checking out their work. They also go by Toki, they're a really good friend of mine here in the Portland area, and I think there's a lot to get out of this episode, especially if you're new to being a pup and you want to join the community. I also want to take a moment and thank all of the fans who donated money last week. Um, I had a pet, my pup had actually passed away, and I had reached out on Instagram, and some folks actually donated some money to help cover the cost to make that exit a really good one for him. And so I did want to start this off by saying thank you to all of you who did that. It really meant a lot to me, and it was really appreciated. Well, friends, I hope you enjoy this episode, and take care. Hey friends, welcome to episode six of Digging for Bones. I have Tono the Rapper with me here. Sorry for those of you who are on Instagram Live. We had to jump over to Twitter. Instagram was having some technical difficulties. Um, but Homophobia. We're here now. <laughs> Hooked on phonics. Um, I swear. It was interesting. It was just a lot of echoes. But we're here now, so we can start the show. Uh, Tono, if you want to introduce yourself, uh, who are you? <laughs> I am Tono the Rapper, that's T-O-N-Y-O, but the tilde is silent, so it's just Tono when you say it out loud. Uh, people love to say uh, Tonio or Tonio sometimes, and I'm just like, oh, I, I love seeing people try. It's fun. <laughs> um, I'm a rapper here in Portland, Oregon, and I do some work also with PDX Paw, the nonprofit. Fantastic. Well, thank you for being here. Ever since I met you in the Oregon Leather Competition, um, I have been really excited to have you on the show. Uh, just so you guys know, Tono has was part of a song that has been, it's pretty much, I think it's the only pup song I've found on the internet that's actually high quality. Um, <laughs> There's a couple out there. Is there a couple? You'll have to send me some because yours is pretty much the only one I listen to. Um, <laughs> oh, Dog Park Dissidents has some bangers. If you like punk music, they're great. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um. Well, I'm curious, how did how did you get into the music business and how does that tie into you being a pop? So I've been like a I've been in like theater and in uh, music, like basically my whole life. Like I've always been surrounded by music. Like my dad's played the guitar since I was little um, and my mom just like also loved having music in the house. Uh, And then when I started doing like theater and then that evolving into doing musical theater in high school and in college um I just loved being like a really musical person but I did not love being like a blank slate all of the time so it's one of the reasons why my hair is always dyed and like I have tattoos and my nails are painted uh it's because I I really like the self-expression that creating your own music makes that's awesome you are an artiste that is for sure (laughs) um when when did you kind of discover that you were into pup play? That happened probably end of high school era into college because I dipped my toes into like the furry community and then got drowned. Um, but that was that was a fun time. And then with that and then like Tumblr, uh, R.I.P. Tumblr porn as we know it. I know it's coming back with 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 nudity but they said no no explicit content which is saddening however uh <laughs> um that just kind of led to me um looking into like the kink and leather scenes on the internet and then that 
evolving into like the pup scene. So who's your pup? Who's like, like who is like me? Yeah, tell me about your pup side. Is it a different alter ego? Is it you? Um, I think who are you as a puppy? I so my pup name will be Toki. Full name Toki Bill, like Toki Bear. Um, I always like to say that I'm I'm a big panda who thinks he's an Australian Shepherd. Um, but with any like iteration of myself, like I have many names. You know, there, there's like my legal name. There's Tono. There's Toki. Um, there's me when I'm, when I'm doing some spicy work, uh, AKA Anthony Brown. Um, and I feel like all of these things are just me, but like amplified in whatever direction I need to. Um, cause like rapper Tono, the like is very much me and very much things that I would say, but kind of like exaggerated to a point. And then Toki is just like everything about me that is affectionate and, uh, exasperating to other people because <laughs> it is a lot of energy and very quirky. Love it. Um, you mentioned that you're part of PDX Paw, and you know I've I've been participating um, as a participant with PDX Paw a couple times here in the last couple of months. But you've been involved for a bit. Um, what is a paw for those who don't know what a paw is, who might be in rural areas or in other countries? Um, how would you describe a paw? So a paw, or um, specifically in, in Portland's case, would, would stand for pets and handlers. Lots of other places might do pups and handlers, uh, but, you know, we, we, we're Portland, so we want to be progressive and inclusive, you know? Um, and that's, like, the basis of, of our group as, like, that's, like, a fundamental standpoint of our group, which is great. Uh, but the PDX Paw is a nonprofit community-based organization. So, like, we are here to uh, drive community. We are here to raise money for not only ourselves to be able to put on um, events for the pet community at large in our area, but also to, like, help help raise money for other organizations um, when we can. I love that. What kind of events does PAW put on? We are never not busy. <laughs> it feels like... This year, we've been doing the most. Like, we have monthly movie nights. We have uh, what we like to call walkies. So, we'll, like, it's Portland. We live in a beautiful area. Like, we've we've gone on um, adventures to various amounts of places like the Japanese Gardens or even just taking a hike uh, at Forest Park, uh, which, which that was honestly one of my favorite ones, even though it was low attended. But the people who were there were having a great time. And we also do things like monthly... Um, monthly socials at our local Eagle, as well as the monthly Mosh as well. That's awesome. I got to go, how would you call the corn maze a walkie? It felt kind of like a walkie. It was we, definitely a walkie. We were walking. <laughs> we were walking. <laughs> it was one of my favorite days ever. So I've never rocked a crop top in my life. And I was trying to find something cute the night before at Ross. And there was nothing cute in the men's section. And as I've been you know, battling my toxic masculinity. Suddenly I found myself in the woman's section and I found myself oh my in this God, yes. adorable crop top. And I was like, I'm going to be a farm puppy. And a I, farm puppy. I wanted to be a farm puppy at the corn maze. And <laughs> I was so scared to walk in with my gear on. And I saw you and Tinder. You were the first people I saw. And you guys made me feel so comfortable. And it was, I had so much fun that day. <laughs> Yeah, you were dressing. I can't believe that's the first time you've tried to rock a crop top because that just that felt very right on you. And also, Ross, 
is a banging place to go get a crop top, uh, especially if you're like a bigger bodied person, because they do occasionally have larger sizes, at least in the areas that I've seen. Um, so it's a it's a nice variety of things. And I also feel like the women's section at Ross could be very approachable, especially if you've never like done if you've never if you've tried to shop outside of the men's section. Um, as like a person who's born male or like who shops there a lot of the time it's accessible because they have like some some things that are cute i love that yeah it was accessible i've had kind of a nit to pick with ross lately though their men's section seems to be getting smaller and smaller and smaller every time i walk in there and i'm like oh you're you, you've left me no choice but you know what it was cute um i love you know, that. What, once oh, upon a time i used to find jock straps at ross what I, I yes, I found a Nike jock strap there once. It was my first jock. Ugh, I get shoes there. Um, so yeah, anyway, we went to the corn maze. So all of you listening right now, just imagine like 15 pups in the middle of this like super family friendly middle <laughs> August, pumpkins everywhere. And then you have like BDSM pumps pups just like walking around in half of us in gear. Being cute, um, I think at one point I even chased a sprinkler. Um, oh, yeah, and... yeah, yeah, I remember that. I saw that. That was <laughs> awesome. I love that. <laughs> it was it was such a cute day. I loved it. Um, so for those of you, if, if you don't know, if you're not part of a paw, you know, as I've been talking to people across the country and across the world, they're pretty common. So if you look up your major city in your area um, or you're already in a major city, uh, you can find a, probably a pets and handlers or pu pu uh, pups and handlers group. Um, another one to get in touch with is maybe your local leather organization. And if you're really in kind of a larger area or in a rural area, you can always start one. Um, and so reach out to ones that already exist. The Internet exists. And there's folks on there who might help you uh, get started. Um, so I kind of want to jump in to the next thing. You kind of have a hit song that's going around. You want to tell me about that? Yeah. Oh my god. Which one? I don't even. I don't even know which which hit song because there's a lot of them. <laughs> so we'll we'll save the obvious for next. You tell me your favorite one that's taken off right now. Ooh. Okay, honestly, okay, my favorite one, I don't even think it's really taking off, my favorite one right now would have to be the Just Another Day uh, Sneaky Sea Bear remix. Mm. Um, it, it, yeah, if we're not talking about my, my newest, like, Hollow EP project, which that would be the Resurrection Revived, I just really love, like, the sound of Just Another Day, like, I love what, what Abe or Sneaky Sea Bear did to the track, and I just love having, I, I love any song that, that I do with Yuck on it love it and yeah thank thank you for that that your music is incredible you're so talented i love the videos of you live um those of thank you who you. are on my instagram just jump over look at who i'm following go to tano's page um you can find them on spotify as well are you on uh, uh, apple music too oh yeah I, i'm i am everywhere i am everywhere <laughs> that's awesome um well, and then there's also a collab you did that's kind of pup-orientated. Tell me about that. Yeah, okay. So I, I believe you're talking about Dog Whistle. That is High Yellow's song, uh, an artist from Chicago. Oh, not Chicago. Um, an artist from, please, New York that I adore. I love High Yellow. And then it also originally featured Esteban the God. And then when that song dropped, uh, I had it on my podcast, 
showcased on my podcast, Bangers, where we talk about uh, pop culture and new music. And I on the podcast was like, this is an official call out to High Yellow. To, I would like to feature on this song. And then I DM'd them on Instagram and they were like, bet, bet. That's, the rest is history. The rest is history. That song, I bumped into it on accident. I didn't even know you lived in my city. I didn't even know who you were personally. And so <laughs> when we were like, so I signed up for the Oregon Leather Competition and there was a part we had to do some kind of scene or performance. And I was like, I think I'm going to do this song. To later find out you were the person I was competing against. And of course, I'm not going to do, do this <laughs> song. I was like, I had that one on lock and key. I didn't. Like during that process, I I didn't I tried to not worry at all about the ta- the the scene portion because I was like this is already in my back pocket like at all times. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I didn't even know you lived in my same city, and I lot of you. You are thank you. Um, well- I definitely recommend some spicy, fun, uh, you know, stories and reels if you want to mix up with that. Um, So advice for someone who's just kind of getting their feet wet. A lot of my listeners are new or curious. Uh, They're just getting the turned on or if it's not even actual and they're just like this looks fun how does one get involved um i think the easiest way to get involved is just to like first starting to look into it um social media is an amazing place where you can see a lot of different kinds of creators um especially in this kind of niche but like when you're looking on twitter obviously it's going to be a bit more nsfw you're going to find a lot of a lot of porn probably but if you're going places like tiktok and stuff i feel like the pet and furry communities on tiktok are vast and really fun to look at like that's just a great place to start if you just want to like see uh, a, a small fraction of the culture, a small fraction of these people who are in this really larger, uh, large community. Um, and then from there, like, uh, if you like really want to start dipping your foot in, like, I, I would look up and see what kind of communities are in the area. Because um, they exist. They're out there. Um, they are pretty common, like you said, in, in like larger populated cities um, in areas like that. So I would definitely just like it, it start doing that. And then I, I also like surrounding yourself with more like-minded people who are into that stuff and not even necessarily like people that you want to sleep with, just people who share these same kind of interests is also very liberating, very freeing. And it, it, it definitely, it, it will help you come out of your shell a bit more. I know it did for me. You know, I think TikTok is a great place to find pups. Um, everybody is adorable and, you know, TikTok's really into censorship um, and it seems to be getting worse. So I do caution. Um, and I, and I like Twitter, but like you said, Twitter is going to have a lot more not safe for work stuff. Um, but yeah, I think, I think TikTok's a really awesome place. That's where I got into pupping. Um, and so again, thank you for your, your patience. If this feels a little choppy, there was that power outage. Um, but I'm getting ready. To, and the reason I'm in my car is I have been a chaotic puppy the last couple of hours packing and working and getting ready to go for San Francisco for the next week. Wow, San Francisco. 
Um, I'm literally staying a block away from Mr. S, and that wasn't an accident. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Are you, are you going for? You said you're going for work, right? Yeah, I'm going for work, and I'm super excited. Um, I've been to San Francisco. Oh, I love that your work's paying for that. Right? I wish. I, <laughs> I, and I, I'll be working and doing my normal uh, secret human life. But yeah, it's in my downtime. I will definitely be exploring San Francisco for the next week. I've been before, but never as a. So the first time I went, I was with like straight friends in my early twenties and not out. Gross. Uh, really funny story about that. Actually, I my friends were sleeping and I got on Grinder and I was like, I'm going to find a hookup. I'm in San Francisco. I'm in the gay capital of the world. Of course, I'm 20 year old me wants to find a hookup. And this guy was really cute and not that far away. Um, he was only like a mile away. And I was like, I can walk that. That's not a big deal. Little did I know that is a fucking hike and a half in San Francisco. <gasps> up a mountain. Oh no, the hills, the hills, the hills and not my legs. Um, so I got like three quarters of the way there and I'm covered in sweat and I was so out of shape back then. And I literally like flaked on the guy because I was just a hot mess by the time I walked up a mountain to get to this guy's place. And my first time in San Francisco, I didn't hook up with anybody. My Well, now you can change that. Pretend like that time doesn't exist. That was a different person. Right. Well, and then you're going to laugh even more. The second time I was there, which was like six, oh, no. six years ago. I was there for a friend's wedding, and I was a little more out, but still not really authentically out. Um, this was before I met my ex-husband, and I decided to walk out in the middle of the night, and I found myself at this place called Knob Hill Theater, which is like this historic porn theater that's in San Francisco, and there was like all these pictures of porn stars on the wall, and I got a lap dance, and they're like, have you been in the basement yet? And I was like, no, I what's down there? And they're like, it's an arcade. And I was like, what the fuck is an arcade? And so my vanilla ass goes down there and found out what a glory hole was for the first time in my life. Oh, fun. Just exploring, <laughs> not participating. And I turn around the corner and I go in this like dark area and there is a man strapped to a wall on this X with a hood over his head. And I just stood there and didn't even know things like this existed at that time in my life. And I left with my tail between my legs and I called my now ex-husband at the time who was still is one of my friends, but was my friend and was like, I don't know what I just walked into. I was scared. And so that was my second time in San Francisco. You, you really said, mom, pick me up. <laughs> Essentially, it was a mom pick me up moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So this time I get to go is a freshly single, totally out totally into kink pup and i get to be there for a whole fucking week and yeah i'm gonna let my freak flag fly safely um i am and i'm also gonna be a professional and have like my clark kent superhero identity on during the daytime and then go That's get cute. wild at night um and i even brought some of like my lasers and yeah my my bag is like a whole interesting mess right now it's it, tsa would have have to laugh at that okay wait what is in your bag tell me what's in your bag um <laughs> so i'm going for seven days i brought like i think there's nine different jock straps because you never know um true i i if, I if i'm going anywhere it's one jock strap the whole time so it's it's nice and, and tasty but yeah you go on <laughs> i have normal underwear just in case you know it's a lot of walking um 
I got a couple different harnesses. I've got my pup hood. Um, and then, you know, I have like my fancy hipster jacket. I have a leather jacket in case I end up in like a leather daddy scene. Um, a sweatshirt. Um, I think my tail. Um, and a whole variety of different socks. But yeah, I mean, it's not too... Cr- oh, and I brought multicolored lights because I'm kind of a light guy. And I feel at home when my room is colored in rainbow lights. And so I brought a galaxy projector and multiple light you bulbs. What? Oh my... <laughs> God. Wait, you're going to replace the light bulbs like in your in your hotel room? Yeah, because I'm that guy. <laughs> <gasps> That's iconic. Wait a minute. I didn't, really, I didn't even know you could do that. I like, if someone comes over, I'm like, I don't want you to be... That's not just, like, a standard hotel room. It's going to be, like, my rave cave in this cool hotel room. <laughs> cave. Okay. But I left the fog machine. It wouldn't fit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love a fog machine. Oh, it makes it, like, spooky when you walk in. Oh, you can uh, see the lasers. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's it. So... Before we end this, I had a, I had two questions from the fans that were submitted for you. Um, <laughs> let me pull those up. So the first one is Lo-Fi Yuck uh, asked, who produces your tracks? Ooh, I have a variety of people that produce my tracks. Um, namely, at the moment, we have uh, Yucky Beats or Yuck or Colin, who has produced... Uh, a lot of my stuff, like he produced uh, all three of the bonus tracks on Hollow EP Returns Director's Cut. He produced our project 1-800-TONO-AND-YUCK, um, as well as some tracks on my upcoming album. So that's who I work with the most, but I, I also uh, have a very, very soft spot for uh, Winter Moot uh, and Sneaky Sea Bear, who is also Abe. Um love 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 those two they make some really amazing like um more electronic and hyper pop and uh in jillian's case or winterboot's case he actually makes uh like video game music like like uh genesis he's released a couple albums that are like genesis era uh video game soundtracks that's awesome um and then our next question is from touche Touche, 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 Yvonne yeah. Touche. What does she want? What the fuck does she want? She said, why are you a skanky, slimy little bitch? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's because you put me on a scooter, which I consented to, and then I wiped out at 17 miles an hour. That's why I'm a goopy bitch. Oh, tell me more about this. What does oh this God. look like? How would you describe this to someone who's visualizing it in their head right now? Okay, so imagine me on a scooter trying to comfort myself at 17 miles an hour singing <laughs> Vroom Vroom by Charlie XCX as Touche Douche, not in drag. It's like 20 feet in front of me, just zooming, zooming past me as we're on our way to a producer meeting for this bar. And then imagine me flying through the air <laughs> while Vroom Vroom by Charlie XCX is playing and then wiping out onto the pavement, and then screaming promptly. And then I'm bleeding a lot from my leg and my arm. Oh my god, I'm laughing, but also, you're okay, right? Like, you're (laughs) laughing, so I feel like it's okay to laugh, but like... (laughs) It's okay to laugh. I, I, you know what? The, 
those little lime scooters may be triggering to me every time I see one. I want to beat one up. <laughs> but you know what? It's a great story. It's a great telling people that how Touche Touche almost killed me on with a scooter. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, one of the things I like to do is kind of hand it over to you. Do you have any questions for me? Um, sometimes people like to flip the table a little bit and interview me as a new pup. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. How did you get into the pup scene? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um... <laughs> huh. A question for you. Ooh, okay. I have one. Do you... Are you involved in the furry scene at all? No, but I'm curious. I... I overheat really easy, and oh, so it doesn't that, even have to be all about the suits. It's, that's, it's, there's, that's what there's I'm learning. Armor. Yeah, mm. I, I have, I've been very curious. My first night as a pup, I went to Fur's Day, which was like this furry slash pup thing at uh, Sanctuary here in Portland, and I saw some furries, and it was okay. The second Fur's Day I went to, I saw spicy furries for the first time with like, like really creative. Uh, penis i don't even know if you want to call it a pe- whatever it is um i oh, not. <laughs> it was it was interesting and i was like that would feel interesting um <laughs> but i would also of- invite you to look into the like art and um like animation side of it rather yeah. than just the fursuits because that like fursuits are cool you know respect to anyone who's doing that respect to the people who can overheat like that um lay on me please and thank you uh, but the artists the art I love furry porn. Anyway. Well, the part that's actually getting me kind of curious about furries is on Telegram. People have these really sexy fucking stickers. Oh, I love the stickers. Right? And sometimes I'm like, oh, that's that's giving me tickles. Why? This is weird. Um, and like all kinks, it starts out that way. So we'll see where I'm at in a couple weeks or months or whatever. So, but yeah, the art, the art, the art is hot. I definitely, definitely, that's that's something I'm finding. Um, mm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little sad that we didn't get to do this on Instagram Live, mainly because in the background, I have, I got, I got my set dressed right. I have my hood hanging out in the background. I have my Bowser stuffed animal and my Bowser body pillow. He's just hanging out, all sexy. That's awesome. So thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure to have you here. It's been a pleasure to know you. If we would have competed against each other, I know that would have been an honor. Oh, it would have um, been so fun. You, you, it, were, you were such a great presence to have uh, during that process. So I, I really appreciate likewise. you. Yeah, <laughs> likewise. Um, so tell me, like, tell our fans, like, for those who are just, you know, meeting you for the first time, where can they find you? They can find me uh, at Tono the Rapper, T-O-N-O the Rapper on literally everything. Uh, they can also find me uh, on all major streaming platforms, T-O-N-Y-A-O uh, for Tono. And also, if you want to keep listening to my voice, uh, you can listen to Bangers Podcast. That's Bangers with a Z and then podcast uh, on everything. And then if you look it up, it's Bangers with the exclamation point with Hunter and Tono, who is my best friend and amazing co-host. We talk about new music and pop culture every single week, except for this last week where we took a break, but we still updated our playlist. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much again. It's been great having you on. 
Um, yeah, for those of you, this will be available on Apple, Spotify, and we will get the technical difficulties worked out with Instagram and hopefully no power outages again. So thanks for still listening Slay. and catch you all later. <laughs> Bye.